fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Monday, January 25th, 2016, and this is The Ride. Man, I can't believe it's the 25th already. It's been a month since Christmas. But that's a month closer to springtime. I'm going to look at this season of our lives, this colder season of winter, as a season where we're preparing to just bust a move when the weather breaks. Our pastor is going through the story of Joseph and kind of reminding us that there are times, like the time he was in prison, where the Lord was developing his character because it needed to be developed, it needed to be in a position of authority and integrity for him to release him into the next phase. And you know, I think we get into a habit of thinking that, you know, whatever that next phase is for us, that we're kind of waiting for, we believe that that's the blessing of God. And like, during the time we're preparing, it's, he's withholding it from us. It couldn't be further from the truth. What he's doing is he's developing us during this middle time, from the last peak to the next peak. And we happen to be in this plateau area. But he is blessing us in ways that we don't understand. He's helping us develop a character that we need to develop within ourselves that he helps, you know, bring about. But the circumstances of your middle time here, you can look at them a number of ways. And I want to encourage you to look at it as a time of God's incredible blessing, even though it doesn't look like it. He is blessing you with the grace to handle the situation. He is blessing you with an opportunity, really, that you might not get anywhere else to develop what it is he needs to develop in you. If you think about it, he is blessing you with that future thing right now. It's just in a different way. He wants to see you live successful and victorious. His word bears that out. And many times that cannot happen unless we have grown through a thing. We're growing through a thing. You're growing through a thing. And I pray that our attitudes during this process stay pure, stay holy, righteous, directed toward heaven. I listened to a lot of the New Testament this morning. Well, I mean, I don't know, from like Colossians through a lot of those, the books that have one or two chapters, it seemed like they're just bam, 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 as I was meditating on them. And I was praying during that that the Lord would give me some new insight, new wisdom. And I uh, don't necessarily have it in my mind right now, but I'd like us to pray so that He would reveal some wisdom to us, all in the way we need to hear it. So God Almighty, we ask for your wisdom, for your clarity of thought, as you are 
helping to renew our mind, Lord. I ask that you help renew it even more right this minute, right while we are together talking. Give us a wisdom that surpasses human wisdom. And by faith I will receive that you will do this. Lord, give me some insight that I need, that we all need. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So recently, I've been noticing something with all this snow. You know, we haven't really had snow that lasts for any great amount of time this winter, except this latest snowfall. And what it's done is it has exposed infiltrators. The pure snow covering a situation has exposed infiltrators on my land. What is that, you say? Well, the other day, I don't know, maybe five days ago, I was looking out at my field and it borders on someone else's field and it's pretty much just snow, pristine. And it might be a good eight inches thick. And I was squinting my eyes and I looked out there and I thought, you know, it looks like somebody was walking out there. Straight line, a beeline. But it wasn't from a human. It was an infiltrator. I tend to think that particular one I was noticing was a barn cat that lives around. Which I'm so grateful for, that barn cat. He may never know. But he he roams around and he attacks silently but deadly. And then a few days more pass and I start noticing that there's these tracks in our front yard and I'm thinking, I don't think those are our tracks, you know, when we take the dog out because we've been taking the dog into a different area. And I'm looking closely and then every once in a while I see where there's the spot where the ground is kind of exposed almost, but the snow is pushed down. It looks like a big bedding spot. And that's exactly what it is. Something is bedding in our yard. And I'm starting to see more and more tracks. I haven't gotten up close to look. I just haven't had the opportunity to, to know what it is. I'm kind of blissfully ignorant of the infiltrators on my land. And then the other day, we're having lunch with a friend at our place, and we see a couple of deer prancing across the back. And then, of course, I had the sneaking suspicion that it was either deer or coyote. And of course, we spot the deer, so now the mystery is solved. But there, but there are tracks, these infiltrators, all over the fields of our field and, and the neighboring fields. They're all over the place. You wouldn't think that there'd be that much traffic, but yeah, they're there. So that's what I'm saying. They're there. So what is this all about? I wouldn't have noticed those infiltrators 
unless I was really good at spotting them and tracking them had it not been for that pure clean snow that's number one number two because of the purity the grace of, of that snow over my situation I was able to spot infiltrators so I'll push my metaphor a little further maybe I don't want these infiltrators the deer doesn't matter to me too much but if they're coyotes and you know I've got young children out playing in the snow or something you know I, I, I want to be careful I want to be cautious and so that purity helps expose the infiltrators okay number three I could be blissfully unaware of the type of infiltrators I have unless I go study the tracks unless I go understand what it is and maybe look at the direction of travel you know they're crisscrossed all over the place but I bet you there is some pattern to this and there's feeding spots get this feeding spots for those critters on my land I might not realize it but I'm, I might be feeding those things and I might be attracting those infiltrators on my property and they shouldn't be there are you hearing me so what do we do about this well one let the purity of that snow help reveal that you might have some well how do you do that well when you're in the Word of God and I was doing it this morning I was hearing things that were reminding me we need to be reminded that we do have an enemy an infiltrator if you will who's wanting to sap the life out of our life does that mean he wants to physically kill you no he, it's the life the spiritual life he wants to tap the energy right out of it he wants to suck the life out of your spirit he's a spirit sucker that's what he is you guys have heard about the the uh, the dark suckers haven't you no it's not a vampire movie no the dark suckers you know those round things that you plug into those electrical sockets in your house and then when you turn them on it sucks the dark into them and it makes the room brighter because it sucks the dark into them you've not heard of those the dark suckers yeah you know it's actually it's not a light bulb it's a dark sucker it sucks the dark out that's why after it's used up it kind of looks dark inside that bulb because it can't suck any more dark well our enemy is a is a light sucker he's a light sucker we're the light and he's sucking the light and he's infiltrating your land he wants to but guess what you're the gatekeeper you're the gatekeeper you need to mend your fences God gives us that snow that purity of the snow so we can easily see when we're being infiltrated and then he gives us more wisdom so that when we see the tracks in our life in our land that we can recognize through his word what it is that's infiltrating us and when you know what it is the Word of God can help you deal with that thing if it's an unforgiveness 
critter, there's a way to deal with that. I've talked about that in the last couple podcasts. If it's a lust critter, there's ways to deal with that too. I was listening to, uh, I want to say it was Colossians 2, chapter 2, about making sure that we keep our minds pure, our hearts pure, and our bodies pure. And it's not just so that we'll be pure. No, there's a blessing with it so that we won't sin against God, if I'm remembering that right. You know, we say, and we really probably feel like we don't want to sin against God. We don't want to be living in a cesspool of sin with critters crisscrossing and infiltrating our land and causing there to be disarray in our life. We don't want that. We, we would say we don't want that. Well, there are steps we can take to help ensure that that doesn't happen. If anger is a critter in your life. A lot of these critters, you know, you might not think it, but a lot of these things can be an addictive behavior, an addictive lifestyle. We, we kind of figure that with the lust thing. But, I mean, other things like the unforgiveness and anger and malice and gossip. Man, look at gossip. You don't think that gossip is an addictive pattern? You get, I'm sure, if somebody connected up those brain things and looked at dopamine levels and stuff like that, you better believe that there is some kind of a release of endorphins and stuff when you are talking about other people. There's a pleasure in it. Physically speaking, those kind of things that bring pleasure, if they're repeated over and over again, you're going to get kind of a little bit of a high from that. So don't tell me that it's just, you know, well, I can stop at any time. You know, you might not be able to. You might need the help of a brother or sister in the Lord to help you combat some of these things. I'm just saying. You know, those kind of things, gossiping and unforgiveness is another one. You can be addicted to unforgiveness. You can be hanging out in the cesspool of sin, being quite happy in the tepid water of unforgiveness. And you wonder why you can't get out of the, the mire, you, you know? You want to enjoy your land, you want to enjoy your life, and you're just kind of stuck in this cesspool of a bad attitude towards someone. You know, cut that out. You wouldn't want them to feel that way toward you. You'd want them to have grace and forgive you for mistakes you've made because, you know what, you, you make them too. So if things are addictive and you can't let go of them easily, then you need some help. You need some human help, you need some God help, but you need some help. You need to release some things. And as I've said in the past, if you're going to release stuff like this, some of these things that are hanging on, You've got to, got to, got to replace it with something good. you got to fill that vacuum. It is in Scripture where it talks about, you know, be careful once the, the enemy is cast out of a place. If you don't, I don't know if it was cleaning it or, I forget exactly how that Scripture went, but you got to make sure that you're living in a good way, otherwise he's going to come back and bring seven of his friends, that kind of thing. So we need to live our lives and, and fill our lives with things that please the Lord. 
An enemy can't have a place, then. It really is kind of simple. And I don't want us all to think, well, that means i got to go to church every day because otherwise I'm just going to fall into sin. And I... No, I'm not saying that, actually. In fact, that can be, you know, if you have the opportunity to go to church seven days a week or something, that can be a crutch. That and Bible Belt people, you know the secrets of your heart. Some of you I'm talking to, you can go to church all you want. doesn't change a heart that has a cesspool developing in it. In fact, you can look at your church-going experience and be totally in pride about it, and which is exactly the wrong thing. Of course, I'm not slamming it. If, if you like to do that or if you feel like you need to do that to help stay focused on the Lord, certainly do what you need to do. Just don't be in pride about it. But you don't have to do that. You know, the, the best times that I find are when I just get quiet with the Lord, read His Word, and talk to Him. That fuels my relationship with Him. And the more that gets fueled, the less... I am able to feed those doggone infiltrators that want to crisscross my land. The other thing that's kind of cool about the time with the Lord is He gives me wisdom. He gives you wisdom. You know what wisdom is like? It's like a weapon. The sword of the Spirit. It's a weapon. The Word of God. It's a weapon. Wisdom of God. It's a weapon against those infiltrators. And many times, all you have to do is wield that weapon and that thing will flee. Nothing can stand against the word of the Lord. It's like my dog. You know, if, if you're going to scold the dog, she might just whimper before you really do anything when she knows she's wrong. Well, you know what? The infiltrators in our life, they know they're wrong. And I'm not talking people. I'm talking spirits. The enemy of our soul. They already know they're wrong. They're already deceived. They already know they're wrong. Wield that sword and they'll whimper and cower. But you got to wield the sword. So get that sword into you. Get the Word of God into you. Just, just let it be in you all the time. If you're sitting driving the car and you got NPR on, you know, after, after a while NPR sounds a whole lot like the day before, and it's not feeding my spirit. Turn that off and get some word of God into you. Stream it in. Whatever it is. And live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And let the word of God help reveal infiltrators in your life. The time you spend with the Lord God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, will empower you and weaponize you to take out the enemy. And also, I didn't mention this, but he helps remind you how you can mend your fences. So mend those fences. Keep the good things in and the bad things out. And when you're infiltrated, go straight to where your power source is, all right? And I will see you on the flip. <laughs>